Hello, listeners, and welcome back to Fiasco Fridays. I'm co-host Sam Conklin, and this episode is the wild conclusion to our first playset, Heart of Dreams. After we act out the last couple of scenes, Kelly, Eric, and I will roll some dice during the aftermath to determine the fates of our characters. Thanks for tuning in, and remember, what you're about to hear is not appropriate for all listeners, especially if you really love Jungle Cats. And now, Heart of Dreams, Part 3. So it's uh, Sam's turn again. It show is. Man, I'm gonna... Man, it's my last time to be Penelope. Yep. What do I want to do? I want I want to seize control because I see this as my moment as like the director is is gone. Everything's messed up. I want it to be maybe I'm like maybe I want to have a scene with Sheila where I'm like reviewing the footage with her and I'm like, what are we gonna do? Is this and, like in the aftermath of the shitty uh like after everything goes wrong in the scene where the jaguar gets out just everything yeah after everything went wrong maybe this is like a day later okay uh, and you two high high boys are just like let's, let's go over what happened after the last scene then okay cool um just to like bridge the gap so yeah the the actor goes over the cage and makes noise uh the jaguar freaks wait 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 hold up what oh that's right we didn't actually act out that fun part how about instead of doing that Sam, is it okay if we take your scene later and sure. do something now? Yeah, let's just yeah, do like, sure. let's just do like a free scene right now. That's not bonus scene. Well, well, it needs to be someone's scene. Who wants what? I well, so I'm chill for an extra I think, scene. I think we should each be our own characters, and this is just a bonus scene that doesn't count for successes or fails. Game one, we're already breaking the rules. Oh, oh no, no, I think I think it would be more fun if this was like one of our scenes, okay. Eric. And then, and then, like oh, we just go out of order for a uh, bit. Yeah, just go out of order. So I'm cool like with that. then, um, then Sam can wrap us uh, up. Yeah, I'm gonna do. Let's do. Let's have it be my scene then. Um, Jackson is. Uh, Jackson is interacting with uh, Penelope after they're both back on set. Actually. Are we going to see what happens with the jaguar? Because I'm imagining, like, oh, 100%, if a real-life yeah. jaguar is in there and it's tearing this thing apart, I'm imagining you, like, Jackson is trying to tame it and the the director and Gruff, who are just high as, as fuck, are just, yeah, like... Yeah, uh, Jackson is going like, to be he's interact- taming the beast! Jackson is going to come over. He's going to be interacting with uh, Gruff and the director because Sheila is just, like, fed up. Like, she's not she's not there anymore. Um, she just kind of stormed off because she's ready to call the investors. So she kind of went off on her own. Um, Jackson's going to, like run over like in a huff because uh he spent this whole time uh the past hour trying to figure out how to get the jaguar out um but the Uh prop has been like locked up like it's uh it's basically like there's no door or anything like it's all constructed and he couldn't find a reasonable way to dismantle it uh because all the power tools and stuff um are in the possession of the prop team so he couldn't he couldn't get into their trailer or anything. He couldn't get a hold of it, uh, of any, like, tools or anything to dismantle the cage. So he's just been, like, fucking troubleshooting, trying anything he possibly can to get the Jaguar out um, for the past hour. Nothing has worked. So he, he comes over to the director in Gruff. Uh, his goal is to just, like, like, hard abort. Just, like, stop everything. Like, hard pause. 
his goal is to get the director to uh, consider trying this shot again tomorrow. Um, and he's going to use a bullshit excuse that the he noticed um, something was wrong with the prop. So he, uh, yeah, his goal is to get is to reschedule the shoot for tomorrow and cancel for today, citing technical problems. All right, cool. I'm just writing that down. Because if we go through with the machine going off, then just everything goes to shit, and he knows that. All right. So uh, either one of you can be the director. I think Sam could do it. I could be the director. I'm the director now. All right, so Jackson Jackson just kind of comes over. He's trying to be discreet about it, but he's clearly, like, freaking the fuck out. He's like, uh, hey, uh, Mr. Director, I got a question. Yeah? Uh, are you all right? Oh, never mind. Anyways, uh... Listen, uh, I noticed... Your face, has it always been so goopy? You're a goopy man. You should work on my film. Listen, there's something wrong with the prop, the the machine prop, the cage that shakes around. We have to cancel the shot. We got to shoot tomorrow. Cancel the shot? What are you talking about? No, no, no. Yeah, listen, it's not... Look, I know it's not really my business, but I noticed... It's a beautiful day. You know how many of those we get out here? No, 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 no. You're not listening to me. The prop it's isn't gonna working. It's going to rain. Listen, I, I, I heard Penelope say it's not going to work. We have to... She said she needs a day to repair it. We got to reschedule. That Penelope. That pen. Yeah, 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 yeah Penelope. Are you all right? What's wrong with you? Pen-a-bum-bum-bum. Oh my you god! Know, you know what I think of her? I think she should suck it up. Are you having a fucking stroke do right her now? Job. She's. She, you, did you know that she is a woman who is and, so. At this point, oh my fucking god! Someone, oh my fucking! He just starts having a someone, panic someone attack. Annoying. One of one of the camera crew goes, "Hey, boss, is the crate supposed to be shaking right now?" It's you're shaking. We're all shaking. We're alive. Jackson has like a metaphorical heart attack. He puts his hand on it. He's like, "Fucking Jesus Christ!" He runs over and he's like, he's like looking at the cage, shaking around. Like he's out of the shot. He's not in the camera angle. But even so, he doesn't really care because he he knows that we're gonna have to redo this take anyways, even if we were filming it. So he's just like, "Oh shit! Oh fuck! What the fuck do I do?" And he's he's just like having a full-on panic attack. He doesn't know what to do. He's freaking the fuck out. Everything's going wrong. At this point, the cage breaks open, and there's a very angry jaguar. Yeah, like, full-size, uh, female, fully-clawed, angry jaguar uh, just, like, tears its way out of the prop from the inside out. Um, it's all, like, sealed up, but it finds a way to, like, rip open the boards. Like, it's really strong, and it's also desperate as hell to get out. Um, so the Jaguar, like, rips, it, like, tears off some of the boards from the inside, and it kind of, like, wedges, it, like, manages to squeeze itself through a crack, and it, like, kind of forces the, the wall open, um, like, kind of pushes it apart as it crawls out, and it just, like, goes nuts. Uh, the first thing it sees is the main actor, um, and it pounces. It just, like, takes him to the ground. It's fucking, like... It's trying to get him by the neck. The actor's, like, holding his hands up by his neck. He's trying to, like, kick it and do whatever he can. He's screaming. Jackson freaks the hell out. He runs over. He's, like, trying to pull the jaguar off of him. He's, like, screaming, like, command words and snapping. He's got a little clicker that he's trying to click, and it's not fucking doing anything. Literally, everyone else is yeah, screaming and running. Yeah, everyone else just runs. And They're, that's like, where it's we're... an absolute panic. 
And that's where we end that scene. Wait, no, can I have a solution for it? Can I continue this scene as Penelope? Yeah, what's going on? You can you can do the next scene. Penelope runs up. She's lugging the, the house that she built. She's like, come <laughs> here, sweetie, come here. The jag- I don't uh, know if the cat comes or not, but I really want her to try her little heart out to build this goddamn ja- Jackson's house desperate for, for a solution. Cat. Jackson's desperate for a solution. Hold up, hold up, guys, guys, yeah. guys. I think this could be okay. the next scene with Penelope. Well, I'm thinking so, I like, want to have a scene with you, um, with your character, Kelly. I want to have a scene with you where, like, we talk about being Masons because we still haven't established that with your character. It's fine. It, we can just gloss past that at this point as long as it makes a good story. Okay, that's fair. Like, okay, cool. What's your idea? All right. So I feel like it, it needs to be your turn next. And yeah, you can, we can have it be your turn and you can choose either, like, Jackson or whoever you want. Just continue the scene. What I really want to do is I really just want to, I want to save the day, but in the end I want like, I guess we could do an epilogue. I want her and Sheila to like get together, but we'll, we'll So what's we'll your goal there. for this scene? Well, well that's, that's, the, yeah, that's aftermath the aftermath is going to be like the epilogue. It's going to be so sweet. <laughs> okay. What's your goal for Penelope this? Penelope and Jaguar. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm going to be the Jaguar. Just laying that out. Okay. You could just, you could just say what the Jaguar does. I just yeah this I like we're, we're doing so this. much. God damn it! Okay, I want to maybe I'll take the last success die. Who knows? Um, I want to that corral and contain the jaguar because obviously that's what you do. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's what I want to do. So continuing from where that rat left off, from like here, kitty, kitty. With the the fucking tiny house. So yeah, you're, I you're like holding up. Like the, you're holding side. up like the little house that it's supposed to fit in, but probably can't. I'm just like, come here. Well, I'm imagining it's a box, and the cat. I really want the cat to try to ha- go in the box. It's How big of a like box a is it? It's like uh, like a microwave thinking, or bigger think. than that. Oh, bigger than a microwave. I want to say like four microwaves put together. Okay. So it's like decent, like, like a so not big enough could... for a jaguar, but still pretty, pretty like enough space like for it to like. The jaguar could try to get inside. Try and if it fits, it sits. Like the jaguar could get. <laughs> yeah, if it's, it sits exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's all like a decorative little box. It's got pretty little. Like... There's like flowers and stuff yeah. on it. There's like little succulents. Little it's, decor- it's got like a little everything. cat, like springy cat toy on the back, like. Penelope clearly just doesn't understand what jaguar, like that a jaguar is different from a house cat. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to think of a cat pun that could be on the doormat. <laughs> like wipe your paws or something like yeah, really wipe cheesy. Your, wipe your paws on the way wipe in. Wipe your paws, little <laughs> uwu face. Uwu. <laughs> Please. <laughs> oh, God. It's so kawaii. Oh, I can't. Okay, yeah, so that's what I want. I mean, we haven't even started the scene. Um, um, Jackson is desperate for a solution. So you come up and you're like, here, kitty, kitty. Jackson's like, in his head, he's like, fucking, all right, I guess we're doing this now. And he, he's kind of trying to get the Jaguar's attention. He's like snapping the clicker. He's like, here, here, hey, over here, over here, come on. Mama's uh, here, come here, kitty, come on. The, the Jaguar is like super fucking stressed out. The actor is like rolling around. He's just being super fucking difficult. The Jaguar just like pound, like leaps off of him. Just like leaves him all scratched up in the dirt. 
and it's it's like super stressed out. There's a ton of stimulus from all directions. Uh, it just panics and runs the fuck away in the direction of the lover's cave. It just runs off in in the direction of the of the special cave. Yeah, it Brilliant. just like runs towards the cave. Um, Good. Jackson, like, falls to his knees. Uh, <laughs> I think we all lost our and jobs. Just, just like raises his arms to the heavens in like a truly theatrical showmanship moment. Just screams, "Fuck!" <laughs> okay. Cool. Is that that scene? I, I think that's I the scene, that and I think scene it was between a hard me fail. and the jaguar. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that's that's a fail. No, no. All right. I that means I get a success. It does, it does mean you. you get a success. You're right. Okay. It's time for Gruff McGuffin to truly be the McGuffin of this scene. Man, Jackson's um, two and so, two right now. He's totally fucked. <laughs> so, hi, as a kite, uh, Gruff is going to have a scene with the jaguar in the lover's cave. As He, he sees tries- the cat run off and follows it. <laughs> Yeah, because he's high as a kite and thinks it's going to be great fun. So he's going to wrestle the cat <laughs> into oh, submission. No. <laughs> he's trying to fucking wrestle the cat. Yes, my my goal is to wrestle the cat. That's it. That's my goal. Wrestle the cat into the... Is to wrestle the cat and win. Good. And win. <laughs> <laughs> Right. So if you if you failed this so, perchance, would we give the success die to the jaguar? Yes. <laughs> jaguar wins. Yes, we would. Jaguar's the real winner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. He escaped. So I. I thought it was a she. Yeah, she escaped. You're right. So the first thing I do is I'm on the camera thing. I bring it down. I keep my uh my like baseball cap on but i take off my white tank top that i'm wearing because it's so hot that's stained from sweat ew (laughs) and i run full sprint into the cave as i hear people shrieking everything around me is warping around me because i'm the cave like stretches out Uh, super long as if it seems like really far away as soon as i see the cat i'm running leaping grabbing the cat uh the cat has blood on its face what? Don't there's care. Like, there's like, you heard screams as you were running in, but you didn't really process them. Um, uh, the, there's like a trail on the ground, and the, the cat is just like sitting in a remote corner, like licking the blood off of its fur, and like just like trying to chill out. Well, the thing is, what I see is like Alice in Wonderland style, rainbow drips. Yeah, like... The, br- the blood like looks like rainbow. Paint. Yeah. Everything around me is psychedelic. <laughs> I run. I want to animate this so much. Tackle this cat. I tackle it. Have both of my hands. Like, I, I put it in, like, I'm on its back. I grab it in a headlock <laughs> while screaming, fuck yeah, America. <laughs> Uh, the jaguar is like thrashing around like it's not very happy to see another person after it just got out uh, it's mm-hmm. thrashing around and like 
trying to whip its head around and like sm- like snarling and howling and like just like it's trying to claw you. It's trying to do anything. It's like trying to s- squirm, like rotate around in its grip so that it can face Gruff and just like maul the fuck out of him. Um, it's having well, some trouble. So with my- currently. <laughs> With my free hand, I pick up a rock, and I go, come on, donkey. And then I just crush the rock on the jaguar's head. Not the kitty. (laughs) Poor kitty. I never said I killed it. I'm just saying it may be knocked out. Yeah, the jaguar is totally knocked out. Mm -hmm. I then stand up. Nighty night, kitty. What I think, I'm covered in rainbows and glitter, and I just go, America. America. As I shoot both of my hands up into the uh, what sky. Is, what is the rock to you in your, like, weird, trippy visions? Uh, it looks like a snail shell. <laughs> I was imagining something American, like American currency, or like George Washington's head or something. With birthday cakes on it. <laughs> no, no, no. It looks like a snail shell with birthday cakes on it. Good. I imagine you're just, your hands are covered in blood. You're just cl- clapping them together to make it, like, to make, like... S- Glitter it, go everywhere? I think it's frosting. I think it's frosting no. on my hands. <laughs> no, stop. <laughs> you lick some of it off to taste it? No, I definitely don't do that. Because I'm on a oh, diet. Right. Too much sugar. <laughs> you probably just hold up your hands. Well, it's a frosting. And all the people in the cave, anyone who's left, are just like, <laughs> just permanently scarred. Screaming. Screaming. Just for sure. All right. So that is yeah, success that's, for me. So you know what time it is? It's, it's aftermath time. To duel. time. <laughs> aftermath. Yay. It's time for the aftermath. Aftermath. Yes. aftermath time. <laughs> so so for the aftermath, kind of like the tilt, uh Everyone is going to roll their dice together, subtracting the negative dice from the positive dice, uh, and then they're going to say what uh, if they got a negative number or positive number, and then we are going to read out uh, a brief uh, synopsis of what probably happened to their character, and then they get to say exactly what happened to their character. I also want an epilogue for all the other characters, because I'm invested now. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> like, I've invested in <laughs> yes. Brad and the director yes, and Sheila. for sure. <laughs> I'm going to write down all of our names so that we remember to to say what happens. Because I want this to be like, like the credits are happening and there's music and there's like a slideshow and there's just like narration like, or like, you know, words on screen saying like what happened to each character. Oh my God. <laughs> it's going to be little, so good. little like montage at the end. Yeah. The director and then uh, of course the Jaguar. Yeah, yeah, of course. All right, so let's see, let's roll. At least I'm gonna roll some real All dice right. here. Oh hey, not bad, not bad. I got negative eight. All right, negative eight. All Is right. that uh, uh, white high or black high? That's black high. Uh, so negative eight. Uh, nothing to write home about. Back to where you started, maybe sore, broke, just like yesterday and tomorrow. You probably learned something, though. Like how to do it right next time. Next time. I like that. Cool. So I assume if you have 
two dice of each kind, then you go off of black high? Uh, just roll, like, just randomly pick two to be, like... Like, maybe roll two and then roll two? Yeah. So, I rolled three and then I rolled one because I have one fail? Yeah, I have one fail. I mean, I have I have two successes and two failures, so do I... The failures subtract and the successes add, right? Okay. Yes. Um, but like which chart do I go off of, I guess is what I'm asking. Um, so if you have uh so roll all of them and then if you have a negative number you go off of the black and if you go off and if you have a positive number you go off okay. of the white. If you have zero, it's the same for both, so right. don't worry. Um Google I'm going to say the first two dice are black and the second two dice are white. Roll 4d6. Oh, God. Okay. Um, the black are five. Oh, Jesus Christ. I got a total of zero. I got five and five. Oh. So I guess it doesn't okay. fucking matter. So the worst thing in the universe. This probably doesn't include death, since death would be way better than Man, whatever this is. this is the this same is. shit that happened to my last character. <laughs> be creative, and don't settle for the first worst thing that comes to mind. There's something darker, more awful, more wretched, in there somewhere. Um, okay, so, uh, everything just absolutely falls apart. Um, it becomes obvious, like, there's no way that Jaguar got in there by accident. Um, and Jackson oversees all the animal handling, so he takes, like, the full flack for this. No surprise. Uh, after the director, like, comes to and is aware of what's going on, like, Jackson's just immediately fired. Um, he loses all of his credibility uh, as, like, word gets out of this terrible accident on set. Um, you know, production's obviously shutting down. He... He doesn't die, but he, he loses all of his credibility. He loses any chance of the spotlight, which was, like, the one thing he craved above, above all other things. Um, he, like, he's basically blacklisted from any kind of, like, working with animals job now. Um, he ends up on the streets. Uh, he lives out the rest of his days cold and alone. Uh the only animals to comfort him being uh, the park squirrels and pigeons. Oh, uh, no. And he just slowly goes insane and just loses his mind and uh, dies in complete obscurity. No one remembering his name, no legacy, no level of importance that he strived for. Uh, he dies a complete nobody, and that is the worst thing in the universe for him. Wow. That was rough, bro. So what happens for Gruff? <laughs> so Gruff got a positive five, which is miserable. You're humiliated in a big public way, and whatever reputation you once had is now in dirty pieces all around you. You'll never think of these days without a shudder of horror at your own aggressive stupidity. That's very, very true. So what happens to poor Gruff is basically, um, once he comes to, everyone knows that he was the one that spiked the, the coffee. 
They saw him drink it. They saw the director drink it. They know what happened. So he completely and totally does not hear the end of it from his camera buddy friends. He's out of the film industry for sure. Um, and he spends uh, the rest of his days working a, a cheap comedy like novelty shop like a place that sells like whoopee oh, cushions no. and clown oh, no. noses um in la garbage shadow version of what he wanted what he wanted which was to build his own uh prank museum and that's that's what he deals with oh that's so sad <laughs> <laughs> i never actually talked out what my character does i just read the thing so nothing special happens to her um Nothing to write home about. Back to where she started. Well, she goes home feeling like this was kind of a waste of time. But she learns she learns to invest in her craft of Instagram, like taking photos of cute animals inside tiny houses. Um, so that's kind of... She's, you know, she's doing her own thing now, which is cool. She kind of redirects her efforts. Yeah, and she, you know, because she learned something that she doesn't want to work with other people because it's the worst, and so she's going to do this instead. And I have some ideas for the other characters, too, so, yeah. All right, so I I can handle Brad. I have an idea for Brad. So Brad. So. What? But, but I have an idea for Brad. Okay, what's your idea for Brad? So Brad is one of Gruff's work buddies. Yeah. He continues to mock gruff for the rest of his life about that one time he got high on set and and wrestled From a jaguar that Brad gave in, him. yeah well inco- incoherently screaming about america um at which point he also recorded it on his phone oh, 100%, uh, yeah he's he's the asshole friend um uh but brad goes on to to um have a successful brad gets career off completely scot-free as, as, I imagine he becomes oh, yeah. a filmmaker. He, he continues to be a cameraman. Oh, yeah, he for sure is. Okay, awesome, because that's where I was going to go. It was like, I want to say Brad salvaged the film and, like, was able to make, like, either, like, a found footage film or, like, some kind of documentary about, like, drugs in the woods or oh, something. Oh, he totally writes. He writes a, uh, basically, like, The Hangover, but, like, on a film, like... He, he just takes this experience and makes his own film about it. <laughs> he writes a book. That's like, everyone thinks it's fiction, but it's actually, actually true. Yeah. Oh, that's great. He just says it like it was based on true events and people believe it, but like, it's just a word for word account of what actually happened. I feel like if you write a book, you're doing something right. Yeah, no, he totally becomes a hack. Like he's, <laughs> he's completely phony, but everyone buys into it and he becomes rich. Amazing. Sheila. Maybe I'll do Sheila last. I don't know. Yeah, let's do Sheila last. Uh, Bless her. Man, the director. I wanted to say that he takes oh, he, for he sure. takes all of the hits for this thing going wrong. Oh, I mean, for yeah, sure. like he redirects it. You know, like like Jackson and Gruff both got shit for everything that went wrong on their end. But like, that's only because the director redirected it at them from what he, from what the investors. Yeah, so the the investors all completely grill on the director. Like he's just he's completely devastated. Uh, he becomes like kind of a laughing stock. He doesn't really like go into you know become homeless or like just be completely miserable for the rest of his he, life. He works at the commissary. He works at like the commissary on a big like uh, studio, and also like does like the Universal tours. Like he he does like the 
And as you can see, this is the live yeah, just like stage. a really like, like <laughs> unimpressive, like menial, repetitive job. He becomes like a wage worker in some kind of like public, uh, like working with people job. Like doing doing like novelty tours for tourists or whatever in Los Angeles, and just like lives in a crappy apartment and just kind of like. I say teenagers tease him because they recognize him from viral videos on the internet. Yeah, yeah, and he just has to take it. He just has to sit there and take it with his like Italian macho ego, and just like he develops a Was drinking that problem. Yeah, he was he was kind of like a stereotypical like New York Italian like ornery like hey I'm walking here kind of guy. Oh my god! <laughs> like he just has to take all this ridicule, and he develops a drinking problem after oh hours. God. Like like after he goes home from his job, he just drinks himself to sleep every night. Like that's how he copes. And uh, yeah, he just kind of lives out the rest of his life like that because that's the only work he can get anymore. Great. All right. Take it away, Sam. What happens to Sheila? Sheila, I want to say maybe she starts, um, she learns, I don't know. I want to say at some point she reconnects with, um, with our girl Penelope. And together they, like, start a fund for women in filmmaking. Yeah. They're able to, like, because Sheila can actually get things done and Penelope is gaining yeah. traction on social media and, like, Together they, become they start like a business a, together. Yeah, maybe they start like a business or something and they travel. Maybe, maybe they go to high schools and give talks about women in movies. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> something cool. Like, something like maybe they're not making it huge. I definitely but think doing, Sheila, you know. su- Sheila goes on to be successful, I think. I think getting like like being free from the director's authority was like the best thing that ever happened to her. Maybe she starts her own studio. Yeah, I, th- I like that. Too. I think that would be believable. She either starts her own studio or becomes like a film critic or something, uh, and she's just, she's like very respected. And there's like there's like rumors of of like scandals or like uh, like um, like a relationship going on with with your character, but mm-hmm. uh, with Penelope. But they're just rumors, you know. There's not confirmed. Like that's she's such a celebrity that she has to like keep that stuff under wraps. Yeah, yeah, very cool. Maybe we get a little hint at the end. Like maybe they're just like. Maybe they're doing like um, we cl- we close out and it's like the last scene. It, camera opens up on Sheila. She's at like she's at like some kind of meeting or something, or she's you know uh, doing work and she she leaves a, a a building where she was talking to like investors or people um, that are under her. Uh, and she's like a successful businesswoman. Like everything's working out for her. She gets into her like big sports car, driving down the city roads, and we're just kind of like, wow, yeah, it really worked out for her. And then she she like pulls up to like a like a smaller, like little house, like apartment building in the suburbs or something. And you're like, wait, what is she doing here? And she like opens the door and like Penelope's there. She's like, oh, hey. And they, she just kind of like discreetly lets her in or something. I like that. And Penelope just like looks around to make sure no one's looking and then closes the door. That's the end. I don't even know. I don't even know if Penelope cares or not. Or just, I don't know. Penelope cares. I don't even know if Sheila cares or not. If anyone Maybe she sees. Doesn't. I think, I think actually so Sheila is wearing like, like sunglasses. <laughs> Sheila... I think Sheila's wearing like sunglasses and like a big wide hat so that people like you know the the people in the suburbs don't recognize her and like swarm yeah. her or anything. She kind of discreetly pulls up in like a driveway behind the house so as not to attract attention and just kind of like steps out and like 
strolls really quickly to the door and Penelope lets her in. Uh, but the camera is like watching it from a distance. Like we don't we don't see them interact up close. We just get like oh, like she just entered. You know, yeah. Maybe like she, we, like, maybe we see the Penelope co- pull her in close or something. But we don't really know. I love or how Penelope, we're getting very like, detailed with how. <laughs> how Penelope. This last well, scene we did ends. this. We did this with the last game too. Penelope like leads her by the hand into the house, and you're like, ooh, what's going on there? And then the door, <laughs> the, like, uh, um. Sheila just closes the door behind her as she gets let in with like a smug, like a little smile, flirty smile on her face. And then the door closes and uh, we just fade to black. I love it. And the credits roll. I want 12 copies. I want. Damn, that was really good. (laughs) I want this script. This is so sweet. That was fun as hell. That was a good game. This is chaotic and I love it. (laughs) Good game, everybody. Good game. Yay, great game. Good game. Good game. Oh, we need to talk about Jaguar really quick. Oh yeah, the jaguar. Okay, so uh, the jaguar. Um, no one ever recovers it, um, because with all the chaos going on, Jackson doesn't have time to handle it or get it captured, and um, they just deem it like an affordable loss because I mean everything went to shit anyways. A lot of their equipment got damaged. Um, you know, the main actor got brutally injured, not like mortally wounded, but he's got scars on his arms now. And um, so the jaguar just the... yeah. The jaguar is just really glad to be out of human captivity. Um, she makes her home in that cave. Uh, the, the the there are two members of the cast missing. Um, they're never seen or heard from again. It's rumored that they were seen going into the cave yes. uh, before the shoot. Yes. No one knows what happened to them. Um, but yeah, there's there's blood in the cave, and the two cast members are missing. Um, and the jaguar makes oh. his home, jaguar makes her home in there. Oh, uh, no. She finds a nice male jaguar, gets some cubs, gets a nice little family going. Um, and uh, to top it off, uh, a little a little small little patch of mushrooms uh, starts growing outside the cave. <laughs> Good. And that's I that. wanted like a shot of maybe one of the kittens, like maybe maybe one of the kittens, like walks out of the cave and is exploring and like plays in like finds and plays in the little house that was made and then maybe we like yeah. zoom out and it's just like a field of the mushrooms <laughs> the cat like there's the more kitty, like wa- we walk past the one little patch of shrooms and you're like oh okay like the shrooms are spreading a little bit and then we go out to like the big open field where the like the the fake village was all set up um, like that's not an open field necessarily. Like there's there's it's a jungle, so there's trees all around. But it's a little of an open right. area. So like there's canopy overhead, but there's no like tree trunks in the way. Yeah. Um, and the cat's just jaguar's just like kind of booping along, uh, and he finds like the discarded box that got left behind, and mm. he's just kind of playing in it. And he gets he gets into the box and like curls up, and we just slowly zoom out as we see like the entire this entire section of the fucking jungle has been like overrun by this by these mushrooms and they're now an invasive species. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> what if like what if Brad didn't get it from the jungle? What if he brought it from somewhere else to there and he's like we're going to get fucked up in this jungle, man. Yeah, and, and he just like didn't he, like, consider that they, like, this could totally fuck them. up the ecosystem. Yeah. Like we zoom out and the viewers are just like, "Oh, fuck." Like this entire section like Acres and acres of the jungle has just been overrun with these mushrooms. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> this is so perfect. This is good. This is great. Like, 
ending on a sweet gay note is good. And then this is just like the cherry it's on funny the frosting. It's funny because both of my characters have just gotten completely fucked over in their endings. <laughs> this is the first character in a long time that ends up okay of mine. I'm glad that Jaguar got a happy ending. Jaguar deserved a happy ending. For real. Yes. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for coming to Fiasco Fridays. Yeah. Thank you, Eric, for coming in and enjoying yeah, the crazy. No I'd love to have you again. Um, this was a lot of fun. Glad to be here. I'd love to be back. Yeah. Well, that's it for the first episode of Fiasco Fridays. Follow us on Twitter and the Facebooks. We'd be more than happy to see you guys there. And remember, even perfectly late plans can go horribly, horribly wrong. And don't trust your friends because they can be your worst enemies. <laughs> See you next time. Bye-bye. Fiasco Fridays is an RPG podcast hosted by Kelly Sophian and myself, Sam Conklin. This month's special guest is Eric Robertson. Heart of Dreams is written by Lori Majala and Aki Vainio. Edited by Lori Majala. And I apologize a lot if I mispronounce those names. The playset is copyright 2018 by Redamon's Guild. Fiasco is a tabletop RPG written by Jason Morningstar. You can check out the game by going to bullypulpitgames.com games fiasco. Heart of Dreams is only one of hundreds of playsets that you can find at the awesome website fiascoplaysets.com. And if you find a playset you'd like us to play, reach out. Send us an email at fiascofridays at gmail.com. We'd love to hear what you have to say. We're also on Twitter as at Fiasco Fridays and on Facebook as at Fiasco Fridays Podcast. Follow us on social media to get the latest updates and announcements about the show. And finally, thank you so much for listening. It would make Kelly and me the happiest folks if you would spread the word and share this podcast with your friends. And finally, don't worry, we're not done with this playset yet. Next week is a bonus episode of Heart of Dreams where Kelly, Eric, and I set up our characters and the story. It's a sort of behind-the-scenes setup before we actually played the game you just listened to. See you there!